Welcome back to Morning Trade Live. Let's talk about the charts. Let's look into the technicals. Joining us, Willie Delwish from All Star Charts. Always has a hot take. Investment strategist joining us here this morning. Willie, what's top of your mind? Uh, what's top of my mind is that we're 57 days in a row with more new lows and new highs on the NYC plus NASDAQ. That's uh, We haven't seen a stretch that long since the financial crisis in 2008. So if we want to talk about a stronger market, talk about improving breadth, we really need to change this, this pattern, this behavior, seeing more stocks make new lows than make new highs. Okay, uh, so that's the rub, basically. <laughs> uh, we have stopped making lows in the index, but we're pretty close in the NASDAQ. Uh, and the Dow and the Russell trying to go the other way. So that uh, dispersion that's emerged is not changing the overall stock trend when you look at the number of stocks, that's what you're looking at? Yeah, exactly. And then if we if we wanna go up to the indexes, I think, I think another way to look at it is our you know, where are we relative to the June lows or versus the August highs? And if if we're breaking out above the August highs at an index level, I think that's a positive sign We that's constructive. We can do something with that. If we're hanging out below the June lows like we just were with the NASDAQ, that's not something that we want to see if we're going to make a turn higher. Okay. All right. So uh, the idea is that the trend is still in place uh, and there's really no disputing that. Uh, is there uh, anything to be said about uh, improving breadth? Does that dispersion that's happened with some of these industrial stocks bouncing, you, know, you got some healthcare companies up near highs, does any of that uh, reduce the negativity in the breadth measurements? No, but it does speak to opportunity. And I, I think that's, that's the key here is that the indexes are struggling and, and you still have more stocks making more new lows and new highs, but you have you do have some sectors that are improving. You know, energy has been a story all year. It's above its August high. Uh, healthcare, industrials, financials are moving towards those. So th I think there are opportunities if you're going to be active to to lean into strength. The problem for a lot of investors is you know if you're buying if you're buying the index, you got a whole lot of exposure to tech and not very much exposure to energy and some of these smaller sectors. Okay, uh, so the, the amount of days with the new highs are fewer than the new lows. It really uh, is pretty amazing. That chart we were just looking at just shows how long we've been down here. Uh, it's been a pretty steady trend lower. Some of the stuff that seemingly was the cause for that though is eased a little bit. The dollar's kind of pulled back somewhat. We haven't had a new high in the 10-year yield for a couple weeks. Uh, did those interest you as potential relief points? For sure, if we're if we're going to to kind of change this this pattern of behavior that we've had all year in the stock market, I think it does tie in with what we see from a currency perspective with the dollar, what we see from a rate perspective, whether we're talking about the long end or the short end. We we need we need to see the dollar stop going up if if stocks are going to do better. We probably need bonds to stop going down, you know, yields to stop going up if if stocks are going to do better. So. Seeing it at the margin is helpful, but in the same way that, that seeing fewer stocks make new lows is, is encouraging, until we switch and actually see a downtrend in yields, a downtrend in the dollar, more stocks at new highs and new lows, like it's, it's a messy market where it's really an environment where you look for leadership beyond the indexes or within the indexes rather than just leaning in whole hog in the S&P or the NASDAQ or 
whatever your index of choice is. And uh, I like uh, the the way you look at this technically, the opportunity of some of these co of these stocks going the other way. A simple way to look at it is the equal weight versus the market cap weight. Uh, and it looks like maybe a, a kind of formal technical analysis suggests this is breaking out. Uh, is that the case? Yeah, yeah, very much so. You're seeing the the average stocks start to do better than the cap weighted index. Like, like that's, you know, that that gets back to index construction. You have, you know, the, the handful of big stocks that that weigh on the index. If you buy the index, that's what you have exposure to. Beneath the surface, there there are better opportunities, and part of it is just, you know, uh, to go back to the sectors. It's a different sector composition. If you buy the cap weighted index, it's something like 30% tech, 5% energy. If you buy the equal weight S&P 500, 15% tech, 5% energy. So you're you're increasing the odds of success by, by shifting towards the sectors that are doing better, even though it's the same composition of stocks. Okay, so uh, a way to kind of see how some of the nature of the market is changing a little bit here, but it's just not enough to turn the trend around. Uh, and when we think about uh, where the opportunities are then, uh, what do you think looks uh, good here, Willie? I mean, is there something that stands out that uh, if you don't just want to short everything, you know, if you want to chase some winners, you just look for the stuff making new highs? Yeah, well, I, I think as a simple as a simple scan, if it's above its August highs, it's probably doing better. And so so you, you can look at things like energy in the U.S. You can also you know go back to what we're talking about with the dollar, if the dollar rolls over, I think you start to look for strength overseas. Um, we're seeing that something like 85% of global markets are above their uh, above their 50-day averages. A third of them are above their 200-day averages. So we're starting to to see some some interest, some strength overseas. I think if the dollar rolls over, then this you, you get into the situation where like a this 15-year run of U.S. leadership. Um, maybe starts to fade and you can actually start to diversify overseas again, which isn't something that investors have been able to do for quite a while. Yeah. Okay. So uh, that overseas, tell me about the international picture because uh, uh, it's been pretty rough uh, given that dollar. Um, it, what's the best way to play this if it does start to uh, show some life? Yeah. So I, I think we, we want to not look at the indexes. Um, when we look overseas, I think we want to probably look a little more country specific or region specific. Um, think about emerging markets, for example. From a country level perspective, that's some of the strongest markets out there. Brazil and Mexico doing pretty well. But if you just look at EEM as a you know as your composite for emerging markets, you have so much exposure to China and Taiwan and South Korea that the strength you're seeing in Latin America gets washed out by the weakness you're seeing. Um, out of out of the Asian area, so so it, it really becomes a region or a country level um, exposure that you want. Latin America strong. Um, that's I, I think that's the focus right now. I think that would benefit a lot from from the dollar rolling over at this point. And uh, the China move we got last week. I mean that was pretty impressive. But I guess you'd probably see the same thing generally about the trend there too, which is obviously still quite negative. Yeah, and and you get volatility around turning points, so we, we need to acknowledge that. And you know what you saw out of out of China, out of Hong Kong, out of copper, um, some of that some of that volatility could be indicative of future strength. We could be turning from a trend perspective, but I'd like to see that trend to turn and then follow it rather than anticipate the turning of that trend. 
and just being kind of a, a, a volatile turn because that's, that's not a very comfortable place for investors to be. I'd rather wait and see the evidence than try to kind of participate in it in real time. Okay. All right, good stuff, uh, Willie. Thanks as always. Really uh, a nice look, uh, technically. Uh, straight by the numbers. No uh, subjectivity, no uh, bias, just uh, straight up charts. I love it. Always refreshing. Thanks, Willie. Good stuff. Yep, yep. thanks a lot, Oliver. Mr. Delwish is investment strategist at All Star Charts.